For my foe to your foe. They go. I want easy money. We get easy money. Man, South Foot. Gang! Yeah. Hey. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Oh, you do? I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Okay, cool. They have the answers. We bought that action. We have the facts. I'm with the man, South Foot, and he say facts. Let's go. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers, I got the answers. Let's go. They having answers, we bout that action, we having facts. I'm with the mayor, South Fortnite, he saying facts. <laughs> oh man, I have the answers. Falcons fans, Colts fans, it's all turmoil. Everybody. Oh man, it's a lot to get into. Uh, it is also voting season, so we're gonna talk about that. I uh, hope you early voted, um, but if not, Tuesday is coming up. So I'm gonna do my part, and you know, I see everybody else talking about vote, vote, vote. I'm gonna do my part and tell y'all, my listeners, go ahead and vote, all right? So uh, we're gonna briefly speak on the Colts, man. My first year over here, over there as a fan, I'm for the shoe, I'm all in, we go see games. They benched my favorite quarterback for no apparent reason, because the last two games, if he was in, we definitely win second place in the division like it was no reason to bench him but now they just go ahead and fire the coach I, Atlanta I'm coming back I'm coming home alright that was short lived fandom I don't know what they got going on over there um, but that leads me to the question is this possible that Matt Ryan could start his coaching career they fired the head coach who was offensive minded the offensive minded coach panicked and fired the offensive coordinator who over there is going to call the plays you gotta you, you gotta elevate somebody to uh interim head coach and when whoever that is might not be uh the play caller it's a lot of season left he's gonna have a lot of responsibility so uh maybe maybe matt you know they, they're paying him 18 million you know what i'm saying let's, let's see if he can be one of the best quarterbacks and one of the best offensive coordinators ever all right that would be exciting to see so that's where i'm hoping that goes um especially if he's uh done with football Uh, that'd be a a great segue into uh his second career man that'd be so cool um falcons falcons oh man showed fight showed promise uh shout out to the defense all right a lot of people saying they they got switched up they gave up 20 points only 20 if you look at all the scores uh, in the the rest of the NFL, the loser scores uh, less than 20. Uh, 20. Like, you got to score more than 20 points to win games, more than 17. Um, especially, um, I don't expect that, that defense to win. You know, you got some young guys still playing some roles, uh, playing key roles like Richie Grant, um, Jalen Hawkins. They're still young in their career. Um, haven't necessarily blossomed to the, the top player that we want them to be, uh, but, but they're working towards it. Um, uh, Anderson, first round draft pick. Uh, he's playing a big role, you know what I mean? Um, and then you got all these injuries. Your first and second starting corner are out. Um, so you got a practice squad guy over there, a guy who just came from ACL surgery over there um, on the other side. Like, you you, you know, I don't expect this defense to win me games. So when they do get scored on, I don't really say, oh, man, this defense sucks. Like, I mean, look at who the players are on the field. I don't expect them to win me games. You got to play complimentary football. So if you flip the other side of the ball, like you look at the other side of the ball, you got Cal Pitts, you got Cordell Patterson, you got Drake London, you got Tyler Algier, you got Marcus Mariota in some form or fashion can make plays. Um, you that That's star-studded over there. They should have picked up more of the slack this game, put more of the pressure on the charges. I think holding the charges to 20 points, Justin Herbert, 
Um, even though with all those injuries they had, 20 points is good enough to win a game for a defense. That's not even three touchdowns. That's two touchdowns and some field goals. Or maybe three touchdowns and a missed field goal, extra point or something. Uh, like, you see what I'm saying? That, that's not that bad. Um, especially when you, you look around the league and people are, are uh, scoring 30-something points. You know what I mean? So it, you got to score points to win games. That's, all, that's where I'm going to say um, – it would have been cool, Taekwon, Taekwon Graham. Uh, he's a big guy. He fumbled the ball. That was an exciting play to end the game. Would have been cool. Um, it didn't end like that, but I'm not going to just sit here and blame him. Um, he's a big guy. Probably uh, ran with the ball his whole life, maybe twice, and that was at home on Thanksgiving. So <laughs> I don't expect him to, to really make plays, uh, like take it back. Um, that that was, I mean, it was just a weird little transaction. Like It was just a weird little cool, uh, sequence of plays. Because um, even we get them out of field goal range, they get the ball back. But then the first play, they get right back in, kick the field goal. It was kind of, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I Dean Pease is doing the best he can with what he has. Um, I think you just, it's a lot of factors into why you do what you do. So I never really question a coach. It's hard to, like, question a coach for a whole game because it's like um, he was there with them on the offseason. Uh, he was there preparing for this game. Uh, whatever they put, they put detailed and thought into it now how it translates that's or if the plays players execute that's different but i never really um get into question uh his play calling because it looks good i see what he sees um and it might be based off of personnel i i do love and i speaking of personnel i do love how the falcons enter uh and change their personnel based off the situation that's a a good sign of good football good coaching um, especially on offense with the mix, the way they mixed in the running backs and the um, receiving group defense based off of down distance um, situation, what they wanted. They had different packages, and they fluently um, subbed them in and out. Um, and it was an effective game. We almost won. Like like I said, it was it was an effective game. We almost won. Um, it, it's just – I just hate how we lost. You know what I mean? I hate to lose like that. But like I said, we're we're early in the rebuild, so this is cool – to have games like that, you know, we'll know the difference um, next year if we win close games like that, the nitty gritty close games where you got to do something spectacular. Uh, maybe next year, Taekwondo Grand holds the ball the whole time. We kick a field goal, we win. Speaking of kicking field goals, Koo missed a field goal. So that's why I'm not going to sit here and just blame uh, Taekwondo Graham because uh, Koo missed a field goal. Koo missed a field goal. And, uh, I don't know if I've ever voiced this on my podcast, but I've said this to people who I watch football with. Y'all were so quick to hype up Cool. He won us some games. He is, uh, he's, he misses field goals. He misses field goals. Um, and that's, that's the narrative I stick with when I see him. He's missed some game winning field goals, um, especially last year. I think he missed like two or three. Um, always missing field goals, certain points of the game. Like he, he, he misses. He definitely misses. So uh, that's why I never really hopped on that train because I've seen him miss. And that was just one of his untimely misses. Um, and we lost by three. We lost by three with a, a cool miss and a draw. I'm not going to sit here and bash the efforts of anybody, coaching, players. Everybody did just enough to win. Um, but, you know, to 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 win games um, with a margin, you got to have players. And so hopefully next year we just get those players. All right. Um Wide receivers didn't help this game. Drake London's a rookie. He got the ball snatched out. I wish that didn't happen. I wish we scored that drop. But uh, it, it, he's a rookie, so I'm not going to. I hope that just doesn't happen again. He's a rookie. Uh, Kyle Pitts, who is not a rookie, who is giving me lazy routes. He's running really, really lazy routes. 
Um, a couple of those balls, I thought um, he had a drop. Um, a couple of those passes where I thought, oh, he's a step behind or they pass in the finish slope now because he comes out the break kind of lazy. He comes out the break the, not expecting the ball. I think he like react like he comes out the break like, ah, uh, and then if the ball's in the air, he's going to try to run, but he doesn't come out the break expecting the ball. Real kind of lazy with the route, so at the top of the route. Everything from the snap of the ball to the top of the route looks good. Speed, um, athleticism, you know, shoulders, height, like what, all of that looks good. But it's just coming out the break, it just doesn't look um, explosive. You know what I mean? It just looks, I don't know. Um, so I, I wish, because the offensive star studded, I wish that would have, um, I wish they would have, Made some more plays there. Um, Cordell Patterson, who was hot, I would have liked to see him at receiver a little bit more just because Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley were, were running the ball. Um, yeah, Cordell Patterson had two touchdowns. Um, one long one took back, but the rest were they were kind of short yardage plays. Caleb Huntley could have did that. Uh, we needed wide receiver help. Um, it would have been a good package to see one of those um, running backs and then Drake London outside, Cordell Patterson in the slot. Cop his outside, bring in an extra tight end. You know, just play around with the um, with the packages. Um, I would have liked to see Arthur Smith take a little bit more shot plays when we were up by 10. That was about the only time. I didn't think we should have waited late in the game uh, to take shot plays because by that time they would have caught up and, and it would have been a different dynamic. When you're up 10 and you got the ball, I would have loved to see uh, just um, come out, pass, pass, deep shot, um, run. You know what I mean? Just kind of kind of score a little bit quicker, uh, especially because all of the games we've played, um, essentially every one we've jumped out 10-0. Uh, definitely the first two. Like I can remember uh, if I turn on the game a little late, we're, we jump out 10-0. So every time we get that start, I would like to put push uh, the gas pedal a little bit more and just be a little bit more aggressive. You know what I mean? Um, those are my only thoughts about the game. All than that, Other than that, uh, Falcons played above their level of talent. So... It's hard, like, when you lose a game like that, it's like, ah, but when you look at the field, it's like, okay, they, they played above their talent. They, they almost beat the Chargers, who um, two months ago, this was a crazy game to think, oh, they got a chance. Falcons got a chance. You know what I mean? So um, those are my thoughts. Those are my football thoughts. But now let's get into the political thoughts. Dun, dun, dun. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, hear me out, guys. Um... Especially around the time, going back to 2008 when Obama won, uh, there was a lot of, it was a lot more campaigns to push to go out and vote. Go out and vote. I don't know what, whether that was, uh, there was a certain demographic, black or white, who felt like, oh, we got to get a little bit harder. I think it was black in 2008. And then the following election, um, more whites, um, or, whoa, 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 that was racial. <laughs> I'm sorry to be that racially aggressive. But, uh, other free-thinking people, you know what I mean, the, they came out, they needed to come out to vote to combat that. So now you have the following induction of both of those. Um, the after effect, the aftermath, is we have a lot of voters. We got a lot of voters. We got a lot of campaigns, people texting your phone. Um, um, NFL teams doing things, uh, votes. Uh, the Divine Nine, every group, they all, they have uh, their certain campaigns that they push within their organizations. Um, you go to work, um, you see there's certain vote campaigns. You get there's just this high intense vote, 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 go vote. They're pushing the voters to go vote. And I like that. But like I said, we we're about three election cycles past um, getting groups out to vote. I think we've effectively done that. 
in my community and, and, and everybody who looks like me, I would like to push the next step to that. An informed voter. You have to be an informed voter. It's okay to just vote, all right? But you, you look on the TV and you think to yourself, okay, when I go vote, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just voting for Stacey and uh, Warnock versus uh, Herschel Walker. That, that's what you think is on the ballot based off of the commercial. But there are other races uh, as far as campaign races and other people that affect your life just as much if not more than those two seats, because those two seats will have to listen to a higher up party and, and, and kind of fall in line. But the, the, there's other things on the ballot that you need to go through and not just see, you need to be informed on both sides of it. Whether that is, is uh, oh, do we want to do relief tax, whatever the case for farmers, be informed on what that looks like, because you are also paying for that. When you talk about taxes and they start asking questions and, and, and amendments and they want to change things, um, it's going to affect you, especially not the you right now who may uh, work at, you know, part time somewhere covering you just chilling. But think of you in five years when you go vote. What align yourself with the person you want to be like you might be broke now. And that, that's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? But you working hard to change that. So you don't want to vote right now. And the election cycle is four years, three years, two years, different races. And you vote for uh, the person you are now. Vote for the person you're, you want to be. So that way, when you get there, it's like, oh, it already a click. It aligns with I got a little bit of money, but then I voted for um, tax breaks or, or amendments or whatever the case is on the on the ballot. You'll see when you read the ballot, there's other um, referendums or whatever they call. It. I can't remember amendments or you know what I mean that you vote on um, uh, laws. Like it's not just races. You know what I mean? And then there's also other races like uh, your representatives and stuff like that, that when you go and it's like, oh, man, all I did was study up on uh, why Herschel Walker shouldn't do this. I missed the other 10 questions on the ballot. And then I'm making you go in there and you just think, oh, Democrat, 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 because that's what you think you align yourself with. You know what I mean? And you haven't really seen what this person is about, which nine times out of 10 is not a bad strategy. You know what I mean? I'm not going to just sit here and say that's a bad strategy, but when you're voting, you're, you're robbing yourself of an experience of, of actual um, change if you, just, if you just go in there without being informed of what's on the ballot. You know what I mean? So the next step, we, we went through three to four or five campaign cycles of getting voters off the seats, into the polls, doing everything we can, long lines. We've done that. We've done that effectively. We've also we've got groups that, that wouldn't be voting Voting. You got you go on Instagram. Everybody's early voting, posting their sticker. It's a thing. We we did it. But the second part of that is being an informed voter. So what does that look like? That looks like going to before you go to the polls, actually doing some research with somebody else. Two two people. If you can have a conversation with somebody from the other political side, a real mature conversation, not at work, or with the the actual other side of uh, the people who are racing, go to their um. Oh, man, the, the forums and, and when they ask questions and stuff like that, uh, go to the go to the other side, actually compare and contrast, ask questions, go to their websites, see what they're really sticking to, see where they their, their past voting history. And my dad taught me this. Go to their Instagram and just see the or, or Google their name and see who they take pictures with politicians. It's easy to know where they align themselves. Um, they might talk this, that and the third. Um, but if you catch pictures at parties with, with certain people, 
you can kind of know, uh, sum it up what you get. Just do the in-depth thinking. You know what I mean? The same way when uh, you you meet a girl or, or a guy, you get their Instagram. Man, y'all will go all through their friends. You'll go through the comments, see who, you know what I mean? Y'all scroll through the pictures. You want to know who you just gave your Instagram to. Well, I, you need to be equally as interested in who you're giving your vote to. You, you got to. It, it, that's because it's, it is super, extremely dangerous just going to the polls and just clicking stuff. It's, that's dangerous, especially when we get an overflow of, of numbers, all right? So now that we've got the numbers out, and especially people in my community, let's be informed voters. It's not just okay to vote from the two main races. Let's actually print the ballot out months in advance, have conversations with our friends, groups like, hey, this person, do research, go to their forums. As a young person, because especially my age group, we're 25, the things we vote on now are going to be true and, and, and put in place, implemented. Most of the things we vote in is going to it's going to take a while to implement anyway. And they might vote two more times. The future us, even if you just now voted, always vote for the future you, who you're aligned with. You know what I mean? Make sure you, you understand and be informed. All right. That's my little rant on voting. All right. I hope you share this before Tuesday. Send it out. Um, if you hear this on Monday and you're about to go vote tomorrow, then please, please go, go do as much research. Even if you think you're locked in on a guy, you know, based off, I seen him through the community, whatever the case is, I, that's my guy. I saw the commercials. He, he smiles. He's, he's, he's the one do a further in-depth look. All right. That's all I'm saying. And I appreciate y'all for listening to, I have the answers.